Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Before we start today's show, a quick thank you to our sponsors, House of Merkins, your one-stop shop for intimate toupees. Visit http colon forward slash forward slash www.houseofmerkins.com today. Hello, poor people, and welcome back to Classic Ads from Simpler Times, which this week takes a slightly different format to the usual assault on your credulity. All will become clear as you do the listening thing. In the year that Bon Scott drank himself to death, Kleenex went to a remote Scottish island to make a TV advert. The talent was an adult grizzly bear that duly escaped. It was that kind of year. Join us as we have a chat about escaping bears and a Kit Kat ad from 1984, a Connect4 ad of unknown provenance, and the ad voted UK's 18th favourite in a poll that Tony mocks every time it's mentioned. Join me, Steve Cook, and my co-host, award-winning advertising creative and TV commercial director Tony Williams, as we let you gaze in horror at the advertising that stuck with us like Holy on the Pope. One features a Spiv-like character about to rip off a load of kids who are desperate to get into the music industry, and the other stars a chain-smoking housewife with a really smelly dog, whose idea of fun is to drop a pinger and do the vacuuming. Enjoy the listen, won't you? Um, she said, oh, would you try to I said, this is why I don't tell you anything, because you fucking share my medical information with the neighbours. You obviously, no, I said, that's why I don't tell you anything. She said, oh, fine, fine, so I'll put that It's not as satisfying, is it, with a smartphone hanging up? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I cut her off yeah, and then I went, that's an app. You need, to, that's an app, isn't it, where you slam down the phone on it, because you used to slam down the phone and go, that's right. and you knew that you'd been slammed. So you've been slammed. You need an app now that will explain. 
to people that they've just had the phone. But it's like, she's right down, right, so I just do the gentle slide across, touch, slide to cancel, and then get the phone and then slide it down like that. Because it's for you more than them. <laughs> it does, it does again. Right, you're in charge of this, Tony. Okay. Well, we'll... Live from Tony Williams's kitchen Live in Mount Wally with Steve Cook and Western Australia's <laughs> premier Jimmy Savile impersonator, hey. Tony Williams. Now then, now then. <laughs> What's happening this week, Tones? What's going on? We, uh, because you're so competitive and you really dislike it when I get answers correct, I've made a quiz for you. That is so not true. Okay, well, let's... let's uh, We've already been through this. You, you are the most competitive man I've ever met. And I'm probably the least I'll competitive. I'll you one, not. You go first, right? Okay. All right. So I've got a quiz. I've been as though you're around um, land and tan when I was a boy in shorts. You seem to know more about the British advertising industry than really? I. Really? And um, so I've got a quiz for you about some of the agency abbreviations, the acronyms, whatever, the, the initials, to see if you actually know what they really what they really mean. Okay. I think you'll do quite... I'll start off with some really easy ones. There's about 15 or so questions. Oh, I can tell you now. And okay. you, I, I'll tell you what, you get one point for each one, but you get an extra two bonus points if you can tell me something about the agency. <laughs> So what was the receptionist's name between 1978 yeah, and 1960? I don't think right, there's okay. going to be many bonus points. Okay. All right. Right, so we'll start off really easy. Quiz music here. What's the quiz music? You get to, have you put any thought into this? Have we, have we got quiz music? Well, you normally put it on afterwards. We fix it in post, don't we? Okay, and welcome to which agency is that? First question. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry again. Do you want to answer that? No, it was a, it was a ping pong. It was a fax. <laughs> Somebody's left a message on the answer machine. No, I haven't. No, no, I don't think. I hope not. I blocked the number. Okay, quiz music. Da, 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 da. Which agency is that? We have Steve from the north of England. Hello, Steve. Hey, up. Steve's hobbies are whippet racing. <laughs> watching television, and fighting on a Friday night outside the pub. So, we have the quiz questions. Starting with the easy one. What I want from you, in the correct order, are the full names of the agency named BBH. It's time to ask now. BBH. Bartle Burgle Hegarty. Is correct. For a bonus point, can you tell me any of the first names of Mr. Bartle, Mr. Bogle? John Hegarty. Correct. Oh, nothing else. Okay. We've got Nigel Bogle, I think. Nigel Bogle. Nigel. Okay, that was an easy one. We're getting warmed up here. Are you ready for question two? Go. D-D-B. Doyle, Dane, Burnback. Is correct. For a bonus point... What was Burnback's pet dog called? <laughs> nope, sorry, you're not as good as I thought you were. Okay, that was, we're going to a bit harder now, not bad. Question three. What does the M and C stand for in M and C Saatchi? Morris and Charles. Morris and Charles is correct. And I think the agency just call themselves M and C now, don't they? 
I don't know. And Morris and Charles are out, aren't they, in a major way? Yeah. I mean, Charlie's obviously very busy slapping women around in the <laughs> in West cafes. End, West End of London in, yeah, in a cafe. Oh, they, Nigella. Although lockdown will have probably, you know, cramped his style a bit there. Yeah. yeah. How could he hit Nigella? It's like, it's like a... Well, she's called Nigella. It's, it's like hitting a dog or something, isn't it? <laughs> I've never made any secret of the fact that I am a complete tart. It's like smacking a, smacking a whippet. <laughs> Maybe you wanted to just slap those puppies. <laughs> How arrogant to a dad, though, like Nigel Lawson, because it's like, it's like, I want a boy, it's a girl, okay, it's Nigella. It's like, it's like why don't you call her John Ella or, or Patrick Ella? Um, do you think the original inventor of the umbrella intended it to be called Brella? Just pause for a moment. Um, Brella? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, no, please don't. No, okay. Quiet down. Careful, there's a boomerang, ready? Okay, right. <laughs> You've got the farty chair again today. It's brilliant. I've got no farty chair. Okay. I'm so special. Okay, not bad. The next question is O and M. Ogilvy and Mather. Okay, good, because you didn't have any. So Ogilvy and Mather is true. Correct. Okay, they're getting a little bit harder now. F, C, B. Foot. Cone belly. Um, oh, oh, foot, oh pause. hang on, foot, pause. Foot, cone, foot cone belding. I'm just checking with the belding. Oh, we can Okay, we can accept that. No problem at all. <laughs> For viewers in black and white, I was holding my ear, checking from the producers. Then correct. Not bad. Okay, let's turn it up a little. C D P. Colette Dickinson Pierce. Let me just check. That answer is correct. Can we got any harder questions? These are easy. Right, we're giving money away. All right, okay. All right. Let me turn it around. This time I'll ask you a question within a question. What is the abbreviated name of the very first advertising agency? You're not going to get this. The very first advertising agency. Oh, you don't get anything. I've written all in code on my screen. The very first advertising agency. Yeah, sorry. Do you want me to say it again? The very first advertising. Advertising. All right, so pure guess, WPP. No, that's a group, and that's called Wire and Plastic. Wire and Paper Products. Wire and Plastic. I only know that because you told me. You used to make shopping carts, and I don't think that would have been the first one. I'll give you, do you want a clue? Yeah. Um, okay, I must remind you, every clue I give you does remove a point. Kellogg's Cornflakes was, I think, the first client. I think. Uh, yeah. Is it um, uh, Unilever's agency, which Ooh. was called... What was it called? The in-house agency at Unilever was... Which I should know this because I told you about it in the previous episode. Yeah, but I think you... Barking up the wrong tree. Oh, really? Okay. No, I've got nothing for you. Okay. What you got? Well, tell me what the full name of JWT is. Uh, J. Walter Thompson. Okay. And for a bonus point, what does the J stand for? John. No idea. Okay. <laughs> so apparently it is the world's first advertising agency. Really? Yes. And during the time I was with them, they changed, they rebranded from J. Walter Thompson to Thompson's. 
And then they became just JWT with no reference to J. Walter Thompson. You're not allowed to refer. And now it doesn't exist anymore, does it? Does it not? No, it's really? Now, it's now called Wonderman. Kato Johnson? No, it's just called Wonderman. Wow. JWT. It's like... Oh, I, I, that's my quiz. No, don't ask me the questions. <laughs> okay. I'm not All right. Gonna... Okay. This sorts out the men from the boys. Oh, brilliant. Now then. Okay. <laughs> what does... <laughs> um, AMV... BBDO. Abbott Mead Vickers Batten Barton. Oh, duh, 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 it was Dur something. Dur, Durst, Durston, Durstein, Durstein, Durstein. I look at that poker face. Um, poker whatever I want. Duh, 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 uh, what is it? BBDO. Osborne. Okay. How's that? Not bad. Close? Yes. Oh, very well done. Okay. Um, okay, I think I'm actually letting you off too easy. Obviously, I've noticed you're not giving me any little tidbits of trivia or information because you haven't looked it up. No, 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 got nothing. Okay, that's the not bad. Drive, the hard drive's full. We, to f- <laughs> we need a bigger hard drive. That's my theory. It's like, you know, everybody's brain is a, effectively a hard drive and there's only so much space in it, but you can't go back and delete stuff. So my hard drive is just full of absolute crap. Yours is like a 4.5 inch floppy. <laughs> I keep getting, keep getting little error messages. What's <laughs> <laughs> a copy? Startup. What's it? Scratch startup. Disk is full. Drive is busy. I am. Brilliant. Yeah, USB stick. <laughs> um, okay. No, you is. All right. <laughs> yeah, Very your, well done. Your, okay. Your mum is. HHCL. How Henry Chaldecourt Laurie. Oh, sorry, what was the third name? Howell Henry Chaldecourt Laurie. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you said well, very well done. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. All right. Okay. That's fine. For those were the easy ones. Okay. What I want to know now is WCRS. That's WCRS. <sighs> Sounds like an old. All right, we got WCRS. We got a new theory here. He's called Elvis. WCRS. Oh, I think we've got him. Shall I give you a clue? Go they did, uh, I think, start in 1979, and they're famous for, well, one of the things they're famous for is the Carling Black Label Dambusters. Carling Black Label. WCRS. WCRS. No, I've got nothing for that. Oh, nothing dear. at all. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, sorry, I'm going to have to show you what you would have won. What is it? Robin Wright, Ron Collins, Andrew Rutherford, and Peter Scott. Apparently Robin Wright was a very flamboyant creative. But did he have his own grand piano, white grand piano in I his tell office? You what, every single one of these, without fail, including BBH, yes, I got sick of seeing black and white photos of the founding partners shot from slightly above, you know, on the fire exit outside, yep. with them all looking up as if say, what, me? And they're all, and all the suits had their great big boxy shoulders because the, the, uh, the David Byrne suit So they're all sort of, all at 45 uh, degree angles, but they're all just slightly looking up as if say, we are one step away from God. You know, it's like, it's, it's just, uh, honestly, it was, it's for, right up until now, they're still doing it. Not really. Uh, what else? What are, we can't be, there can't be many left now. No, okay, you did very well. <coughs> Excuse Sorry, me. I've made it too easy. I've learned my lesson now. Um, okay, we've got two more left. CIA. Not the one my dad was the head of. <laughs> uh, CIA. CIA. 
I don't think I've even 1976. Ever, don't think I've even ever heard of CIA. All of these, um, yeah, that's what we told you to say, right? Um, <laughs> all of these agencies have, have been bought out or developed into something, or yeah. so. No, no idea. No, it's Chris Ingram Associates. Never heard of them. Now there is a bit of um, 1976. There's a bit of a background in them. About what are they famous for? Oh, lots of, lots of stuff, really. It's too much to write down. So you just, okay. if, if you go to um, um, <laughs> Wikipedia.com, so full of shit. HTTP. <laughs> no, there is. I did. So that's why I put them in. I'm thinking I can't just put you know random. There was one. And sorry, some of these are off campaigns top 20 agencies of all time. And I think really? CIA was number 20. What were they famous for? Being in the top 20. Right. Um, that one, sorry, I can't recall because I wasn't around at that time, but I, I was really just researching this, not just plucking them from my memory. Last one, because you're sort of failing now. So RMP. That's R-M-P. That's another one. Never heard of them. <laughs> no, I got nothing. You got nothing? Ray Morgan and Partners. <laughs> They were quite well known in the time. Okay, actually, Ray, no, sorry, I got one. Is more. it Ray Morgan or Roy Morgan? I'm sorry, I can't read my writing. It could be Ray or Roy. I'm not sure. Um, we'll get back to you on that. Thank you. Um, all right, last one, which you will know, but you only get the point if you tell me one of the famous campaigns: GGT, Gold Greenlee's Trot. Dave Trot. Know the names of the other ones? Nah, I don't know. Uh, Dave, uh, was it Dave Trot and Dave Greenlee's? Was it Dave? No, Greenlees? Mike Greenlee's, Mike Gold, and Dave Trot. There you go. Um, Started in which year? God, I don't know. 1980? Don't know. And what are they famous for? Give me one. Uh, can't do it off the top of my head. Holston Pills. Follow the Bear. Follow the Bear? You remember Follow the Bear, Holston Pills? Not really. Oh, well, that's one thing they're apparently famous. Famously created a Holston Pills campaign. All right. I feel like I did okay. I could, it could You've be, got 11.3. Could have been a lot worse. You're 11.3 out of 15.7, so I think you did very well. <laughs> Let's hear a round of applause. <laughs> Cue applause sound track here. Well done. That's all right. Yeah, I don't think I was as good at pulling quiz questions together as you because I actually sort of go into individual ones, not just search for random trivia you know, questions. And when I don't know the... Um, <laughs> I don't know how I meant to. Um, and when I don't know the background, you know, I've got a fellow you know, Bob Smith created this with Jeff Rice and, you know, famously created this before they were bought by media partners, Oberglom, which became, you know, Dog Dog Do Da Biba, which then rolled into HACPR. So Dog Dog Do Da Biba, HHSCL Dog Dog Com, um, was sold. Two, and it just got on, oh, boring, boring. Here's another black and white picture of three yep. founding partners looking yeah. up to the sky. Okay. All right, well, that's the first part of yep. today's episode of Classic Ads from Simpler Times. So, so can we just, you might want to insert here what I got on my quiz, just so we can see. Well, if... see, the thing is, ah! when I do the quizzes oh, for lost. you, I you don't have the technology to I, des- I design them. I design them just to make you look good. That's all I'm trying to do, Tom. Well, that's not, all I'm trying to do. not designed well enough. Look at me. We never, we, I think you'll notice that we never actually get to the scores when I do them. No, I'm sorry, we don't have the technology to review And for the second questions. half of today's episode, we have, you can explain what we're going to do with that, but I've also got, um, it's not really even, even a quiz, but I'm going to make you sing again. You're going to make you sing? I'm going to make you sing again. Oh, are you? Yeah. You're going to sing like a canary. Okay. Do you want to explain to both our listeners what the second part of the of today's um Okay, so well, Mum, it's um, so um, rather than picking a um, a, or a researched um, in research, this came in the top three of all time favorite ads of the ten people we asked in the office. We've decided to choose our own classic ad, which happens just to be our favorite. It may not be award winning, it may not be you know actually brilliant, but for whatever reason, to us, 
as individuals. It's classic, it's simple, memorable, and it's um, it did something to lodge itself in um, in our little floppies. I was going to say, because I remember the criteria slightly differently. You said it had to be the first ad that came into your head after yeah, you that's, asked that's me true. the question. Actually, that's very true, yes. Yeah. So that doesn't what, mean that's my favourite ad, but it's definitely mean, yeah. the, the ad. This is my choice is the ad that came into my head Condition, straight away. Yeah, okay. Conditions apply, obviously. Um, so by, by default, what I meant was, yeah, you know, by... Um, Saying your favourite ad, whatever you wouldn't wouldn't normally think of your least favourite ad first, would you? Think of the best ad. Oh, no, don't like that one. No, hang on. No, like okay. So it's your favourite ad, which first came into your head for the first ten seconds, and you weren't allowed to change your mind. Although I did add, I think it's called a publisher's privilege, isn't it? Producer, you're today's producer. What, what, so you changed your ad? Did no, you? No, no, I, I added to it, and I'll tell you why. I've got okay. a background story. All right. So do you want to go? Do you want to tell us um, tell us what, what your ad choice is? I'm not actually going to explain it. I'm going to play it because the reason this first popped into my head is it's an ad I remember for more for the, the, the audio and the dialogue and just the scene setting than anything. It's not one you would look at and think, oh, wow, what incredible post-production direction or anything like that. Okay. It just stuck in my head. And it also, as I you know, quite often say, once it's parodied, in the uh, community, you know it's a great ad. Right. But also, if you can create a catchphrase from it, or if, sorry, if a catchphrase comes from an ad, you know, um, by the by, it's, it's it's fantastic achievement, I think. So this one I often used to um, used to say. Uh, it took a while to find, and it's also one of those things, sorry, that you see actors in it, and you know they're, they're not recognisable at the time, but you know if I researched some of the actors, you know, which I perhaps should have, one of them would be, oh, that guy there? Oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's... Um, uh, Kurt Douglas's cousin or something like that because yeah, they would have yeah. known at the time. And also, one of the actors, which is quite recognisable, you see on soap operas and every time, you know, you see him in the future, you go, oh, it's him, it's him from that ad. So you may remember it, you may not. So listen. Here's the ad. Have a look at the YouTube channel. Link's in the pod notes. Blah, 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 blah. Tones went the full Jason Ayers here and basically turned up without doing any research at all on this little gem. A modicum of internet-based toil would have revealed that the star of the ad is in fact Gavin Richards. Gavin who, I hear you say. Gavin who? Gavin Richards, perhaps better known as his alter ego, Captain Alberto Bertarelli from Allo Allo, who when famously asked about his medals said, the first row were for service in Abyssinia, the second row were for service in North Africa, and the third row were for servicing Fiat. Thank you very much. We're here all week. Anyway, it's that Gavin Richards. You may also know Gavin as Terry Raymond in EastEnders, or Nasty General Manager Howard Fox in Heidi High, or Alex Christie the Bookie in Coronation Street, or Oliver Jeffries in Lovejoy, or from his various bit parts in The Bill, Minder, Inspector Morse, A Touch of Frost, Pie in the Sky, and of course, who could ever forget, Gavin's charismatic portrayal of Brian in the British Gas public information films of the 1980s, where he bravely educated us on the evils of gas leaks. I, for one, would very much like to thank Gavin for his service in the battle against gas leaks, the threat of which, much like Veruca's, plagued my entire childhood. Here's Gavin in the 1984 ad for Kit Kat. This is the best bit. I think we'll take a break. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. What do you think? You can't sing, you can't play, you look awful. You'll go a long way. Oh, 
So it's an African Kit Kat, and as I say, it's it's not brilliant at all, but it's it's an ad which is so from storyboard. If I was drawing a storyboard for exactly um, that, that script, so basically what we're in is we're in this um, record executive's office, which you can tell because there's gold discs all over the wall. There are four people sitting on the um, on the couch in front of him, squeezed in, and they've got sort of radical haircuts. You know, there's, they're wearing sunglasses. They look a bit um, well, very eighties actually. There's the drummer who's got a yeah, pair of drumsticks in his hand. And he's tapping the vase on the um, uh, on the table, and they're playing this uh, obviously their song to this record exec through the um, the ghetto he's holding in his hand. The record executive, I think his name's Mike somewhere. It's a bit of a geezer sitting there in a suit. And so when they play the song, they're all sort of you know, watching in anticipation of his face and they go, oh, this is the best bit. And he goes, ah! You know, it makes him sort of jump out of his seat, the executive, a bit. And he's obviously not really impressed, so let's have a break. The um, secretary brings in a plate of Kit Kats and he delivers the line. You can't sing, you can't dance, you look awful. Snaps the Kit Kat, you'll go a long way. And I just love the screams in the back. They go, ah! But that that is in my head, like as a as a melody, and it has been since this ad was aired in, in the early eighties. And again, the catchphrase and the sort of you know the outcome from that. If someone's asking your opinion, or you know they brought you some work to review or something, you go, you can't write, you can't draw, it looks shitty. You know you're going to win an award. And in my own mind, I was playing back this guy all the time. I think it's fantastic. I thought you were going to say that um, it was the first ever iteration of have a break, have a Kit Kat. Well, I don't know. Or, it's, it's, was it or not? It's, I don't know, to be honest. Again, because I, it took me a while to find this actual ad, but it's just the, I didn't even know the words until I reheard it again. So it's like, you know, it's just such a crap song, but you know, the production team would have had to work so hard at making that song original, original song, good enough to be, um, you know, functional in the ad, but bad enough to sound like a bad thing. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, but everything, the styling, just the talent, it's all straight from a storyboard, but I think it's, it's brilliant. It's not groundbreaking creatively, but um, it's an ad which, you know, if I think of an ad. And it's that scream in the background, yeah? So there you go. And now, a word from our sponsors. It's time. Yes, you know it's time. The intimate toupee you've always wanted is now within your reach. Now you too can cover up the distressing signs that you didn't get through lockdown alone with the help of House of Merkins. Here at House of Merkins, we have the widest range of intimate toupees, from the full Kate Bush to the Twinkle Twinkle and the Minch too. Our soft furnishings will help you with everything, from covering up that little rash you caught whilst out of your bubble, to disguising the fact that your home bikini wax made your frou-frou look like a cross-eyed French bulldog eating a bar of soap. And remember, intimate toupees aren't just for the female of the species. At House of Merkins, we can help the discerning gentleman turn something that looks like a family of voles in a blender to a creation as sleek as an otter and just as charming. So if you need a kitty carpet or a small rug for around the lampstand, a fur beret perhaps, or just somewhere to keep your credit cards when you're at the beach, don't delay. Call House of Merkins today on 1-800-646-437. You know that your map of Tassie will thank you. The original, no, not the original, two hit my brain at the same time. Was that one? Because when we thought about the first ad, I thought, was another one, which I remember, it's one of those great things which I think they call the Mandela moment, right? It's when, and then, when in Nelson Mandela, um, that's okay to do that. That's how he sounded. Winnie. Winnie. What, what is it, Nelson? <laughs> Very deep voice, Winnie. <laughs> Winnie sounds are like you, a bloke. Are you in a lavatory? Why? Oh, can I tell my friends, Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you, Pooh really does stick. Right. Okay. 
<laughs> so I remember this. It, it is called. A, it's a real thing called the, the Mandela moment. It's where you remember something as it was, as you think it was, but you go back and it was different. And there's all these sort of um, theories about things that change and blah blah blah. And this was an ad. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll play the audio first, and you. Well, it'll be pretty obvious. But see if you can tell me if you remember it. It's the Connect Four competition. Who will be the first to connect a line of four? Dave's trying for a horizontal line, but Sue spotted it. She's blocked him, and she's going for the vertical. Dave's too quick, and he's seen it. He's going for the diagonal line. I've got it! Well, here, four on the line. Connect Four from MB Games. Or six pounds or under. Do you think that was a launch ad for Connect Four? I think it was. Although the, the game's been out since 1974, I did do a bit of research on this, and, it, and I got lost down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia. Um, where that, as a as a construct, as a game, it stood the test of time, hasn't it? We've, oh God, yeah. We've got a Connect Four at home, and we. Um, I think it's like the, it's like the IKEA Bobby bookshelf or whatever it is. Everyone's got one, you right? Have to have one. Um, but there's different versions it's a great of game it to play when you're pissed. Well, see, this is the thing. Now, I won't no, need to go into too much detail, but the reason I remember this ad is what I used to think is that kid that stood up with a terrible haircut. He used to explain, "I've got a line." <laughs> Right. I've done a line. So it was like, that's why I remembered it. I thought, oh, this would be funny. This is that kid. Because, again, it's something you um, you use as a catchphrase, and you know, be at work, and you go, oh, come on, we're going to finish. I've got a line. But he doesn't actually say it. It's one of those things you go, oh, damn. It's, it's yeah. And, I, you know, I can't remember them sort of um, talking about the uh, the board game in the first line. I also remember it, because it's like this uh, on this stage, it's dimly lit under a spotlight. And I thought it was in the living room, made to feel and look like it's on a stage with an audience and when he said I've got a line you know the lights went on <laughs> as they often do and um, you know it was his living room but I remembered it differently but so there you go so that's why I kind of changed it because I did think of those two at the same time alien invasion I've got a line so those are my two again wouldn't win an award in a month of Sundays even no. you know, in Perth well yours are relatively obscure compared to mine but I'm st- uh, I've got a line my ad comes from 1980 and it has actually been voted as one of the. <laughs> it was voted. Don't laugh. I'm just, just pretty right. So let me tell you, just like a lot of Japanese girls' names end in ko court, which means child. You know, Yumiko, Natsuko, blah, blah. So I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a tattoo that's dot, 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 court. Because I'll find someone, right? <laughs> but just never say uh, the word M-A-N, because that's a rude word. So every single one of your introductions, this was voted the best. Dot, no, dot, no. Dot. So had, I think that's a normal So this ad was voted. <laughs> it came in at number 18 in the list of Channel 4's 100 Greatest TV Adverts, okay. which is the one from 2000, which is the one that I continually quote. Okay. So mine's not particularly original, but it's... An an ad from 1980 when I was 18 years old and 41 years later I can still tell you frame by frame what happens in the ad and I can sing you every line of the song so it has a song it has a song in it which led me down a rabbit warren like of of trying to work out the difference between a song a jingle and a sting about 40 grand <laughs> <laughs> <And> three weeks. <laughs> so this one's got a genuine. It's got a genuine song in it, but I'm not sure it's a jingle because if I if I had to explain what a jingle was, I would say it's a two line it, it's, musical ending to an advert. It's right? a musical tagline. Yeah, it's a musical tagline, but which is different to a song, sure. which is slightly different to a sting. So a sting then, is just audio only, isn't it? Well, so if I let me, okay, so let me let me do this. Tell me whether they're... Oh, is that it? Oh, sorry. Oh, I did, oh sorry. Do you want to take that? 
Sorry. Tell me, tell me whether this is a, a jingle or a sting. Okay. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Jingle or a sting. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Um, okay. Let, mm. Bear that in mind. A finger of fudge is just enough to give yourself a treat. A finger of fudge is just enough. Da, 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 da. It's full of chocolatey goodness. Yeah. It's all neat. A finger of fudge is okay. just oh, enough to yeah, give yourself a treat. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I think that almost qualifies as a song. It's not a sting, therefore it's a jingle. Okay, it, 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 it's it's a song, but not when you buy. It's not a ten places this week, mate. Okay, it's, yeah. All right, next. A million housewives every day pick up a tin of beans and say, "Beans means Heinz." Oh, jingle or sting? That is a. Uh, this well, a song. Oh, that's a jingle, isn't it? Mm, jingle. Carling Black Label. Sting. A sting. That's that's definitely a sting. Not always or not. Cadbury's take them and they cover them in chocolate. That's a that's a song. <laughs> that's a song. I think so. Oh really? I, uh, well, I think so. I think that's a sting. Uh, okay. For mash, get smash. That's definitely a sting. Um, music only is the Intel one. Do you remember bum, that bum, one? Bum, dun, dun, dun. That's a sting, isn't it? It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. That's a sting. Or an audio ident. Uh, just one cornetto. That's a song. Okay. And then the obvious one is Our White's Lemonade, which is a song, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's my ad choice. It's a 30-second TV commercial for Shake and Vac Carpet Cleaner. Welcome back, 1980, old friend. Stale smells up here often come from down there, and your carpet smells from your dog and tobacco, too. Well, Shake and Vac from Glade is here. It's all you have to do. Do the shake and back and put the freshness back. Do the shake and back and put the freshness back. When your carpet smells fresh, you're under too. Every time you vacuum, remember what to do. Do the shake and back and put the freshness back. Shake and back in three fragrances. Brilliant. That's legendary. Done by a good friend of the show, Guy Winston. Fantastic. I can't get it out of my head. No. Forty-one years later, I will it will randomly pop into my head. Um, As if, often, I'm sure the talent did. If you haven't, so talent, she likes to the, freshen her car. The, ta- the talent is a lovely lady called Jenny Logan, mm. who went on to have a, a many varied career in TV. Logan's Run, I think. They're called if you it. haven't seen the advert, Jenny Logan, the talent, walks into the room and sniffs. As if I've got a line. Right. <laughs> she, she does this huge sniff, like a stage sniff, and it's almost as though it's like her husband's left like a massive jobby underneath the nineteen seventies drinks cabinet. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes really quickly obvious that this is a family of dog-loving chain smokers. Um, we cut to like the minging, smelly dog <laughs> lying, lying on the carpet, and then another crash cut to an ashtray, which is the size of a small car. <laughs> De- and then Jenny's had enough of the stench, and she slides into the solution, <laughs> and then <laughs> she, she kind of says, "Shake, shake back from Gladys here." It's all you have to do. And then they go into the 50s-style rock and roll backing track. And she does a little um, boogie with her vacuum. So, yeah, the accompanying, the the, the accompanying <laughs> visuals reveal Jenny to be a kind of dexied-up housewife who's off a nana, starts dancing around in her high heels in the living room whilst chucking a slightly sinister-looking powder all over the carpet. I've got a line! <laughs> I think in the online community today, she'd be known as a, a MILF. A MILF, yes. 
Uh, Jenny Logan. There you go. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, that, yeah. That's good. That's a, that is a. I was looking at um, if if you were a child of the seventies, you'll love this, and it was a montage of stuff, and she appears in it. Mm. Uh, it's um, do the shaking back and put the freshness back. Do the shaking back. We did. Back I remember the freshness back. I remember they re, they completely remade that. Ad. No. Oh, yeah, why yeah, did yeah, they do this? Yeah. 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 They remade it in twenty ten on the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah. And it was very twenty ten. So they remade it frame. <laughs> No, they remade it frame for frame. She sang it straight as. And then at the end... Same, t- same actress. Same actress. Jenny now she's Logan, a gilt. Still looking pretty good, you know, 30 years later. Mm. And then they... Uh, then there was kind of a... Jenny looks down the camera and says... And requests that the viewers video themselves singing the shaken back video she, yes singing the shaken back song and then upload it to a website http http oh jenny why and anybody who's in the business will probably remember that 2010 was ground zero for what was then known as ugc Everybody was sat in rooms going, what we doing is some UGC, user-generated content. You know, when you kind of, when the advertising industry yeah. believed that anybody, you know, yeah. gave a shit about 30-year-old TV ads. So, and so I, and uh, it's the song that sticks in my head. And the song was written by a bloke called Jonathan Hodge, who also wrote Bird's Eye Breakfast. Waffles, they're oh, waffly. They're waffly, <laughs> they're waffly <laughs> versatile. Oh, yeah, they're not yeah. an awfully good Right, I thought it was like, but that dead waffles and waffly cakes. Like, that's, that's, that's waffly waffly oh, see, I can remember incorrectly. Yeah, and he also wrote every every favourite sting. What's got a hazelnut in every bite? Squelches. <laughs> Jonathan Hodge, here's a bit of trivia, was also a very serious composer who wrote the theme tune for oh, the movie. The theme tune? For the movie Babe. Remember oh, the talking pig. I do. I know the producer very well. There you go. That was my that was my choice. Topher Dow, who's also the producer of um, iRobot. And I think we Lovely had I think we had this conversation on another episode where my theory is that they don't make them like that anymore. They no. don't. They don't have songs. Nobody does a song. No. But, they? but those ads are brilliant. So again, you know, what's interestingly, what's interestingly, what's interesting. So we'll fix it in the post. What's interesting is what I said before. If you can get a catchphrase from your ad. You know, just naturally extracted, but those songs were adapted. For example, a finger of fudge is just enough to give your mum a treat. A finger of fudge is just enough. I'm very small and neat. It's full of fingering goodness. Sorry, it's full of fingering goodness. It's full of chocolate. No, 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 a finger of fudge is just enough. You fucking smithy to give your mum a treat, right? So, that's, so we always remember that. And what was the other one you started to say? What was the first one? Um, uh, if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Well, again, as I, as I often say, these things, you know, it's like when you think of someone and they, they ring. I used that exact song last night, not before last. To, um, I was doing a card trick, believe it or not. How 80s is that? And the answer was three of clubs. And I was saying to my dad, well, okay, I think your card is, if you want a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. And sang it three times. And my mum went, oh, 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 penguin, no, 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 no. Uh. <laughs> Clubs, clubs, three clubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they also adapted that, didn't they? So it's on a lot of chocolate, only basically doing a club. Didn't they show, like, one of the versions, they showed a tiny little kid and he had a, a deep voice or something? There are hundreds of versions of that. So right. that, that, as a sting, that's been around a long time. Yeah. There are some, there's some classics there. Yeah. The one that really entered the vernacular was A Million Housewives Every Day. Pick up a tin of beans and say... Beans, means, farts. Well, there's beans, means, farts. And then there was the other one. Which Sorry, was, can we just say that again seriously? Well, there's beans, means, farts. Beans, means, <laughs> beans, means farts. The other one was A Million Housewives Every Day. Pick up a tin of beans and say, fuck it, we'll have chips. 
and uh, in the school partnership in in the playground that was considered hilarious really hilarious that's interesting because you could get the f word into it conjures up that idea of your mum in the kitchen no, the in f- her pinny saying fuck it we'll have chips that's 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 the joke isn't it? you go in you go to the chip you go oh, a pile of chips please I'm sorry I've got no chips oh right, I'll have chips then please he said we haven't got any chips he said oh chips then he said do you know how to spell chips he said, yeah, he said C-H-I-F-P he said there's no f in chips he said I've been telling you that <laughs> so anyway Thank you. Good night. Did you just make that up? No, no. It's fucking um, appalling. I know. So, what, what do you call a fish with no eye? So, fish. <laughs> fish. So, yes. Mnemonic devices. Brilliant. So, there's the. I've always. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm, I'm assuming like the. Ding, 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 which crashes through an ad like a hammer until I've gone. Sure, we'll give you our Pentium process at a cheaper price on the condition you have to put our ident when you mention Intel in your ad. Like just drops it in in the a middle lo- of the ad. Yeah, a lot of times those um, Intel are actually paying a portion for a portion of the airtime, aren't they? As well. Well, I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just that's like, usually yeah. how it works. If you get the- <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> so you watch it TV okay. suddenly. Yeah, okay. I've got a line. Ah, uh, there you go. Sorry, I was just doing Intel. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. Uh, that advert was from 1980. Sing these songs for me. Um, another brick. These are all number one records in 1980. Boom, another boom, brick in the wall. Boom, boom, Pink Floyd. We don't want no... Need no... Ed. We don't need... McWinnie, we got the dollars, right? <laughs> we don't need no... <laughs> all in all, it's just a... Never breaking the wall. Uh, brass in pocket. The pretenders. I got brass in pocket. I got brass. Frank Skinner sings that every time he walks away from uh, the ATM. Coward of the County. Who? Coward of the County mm. by Kenny Rogers. I don't know. Uh, Atomic. Blondie. Atomic. See, you both said sing it, but that's. So, what, what are the lyrics? What, how, what, how did the, the verse go? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. She's a hot gilf, isn't she? I had a massive thing for Blondie, Debbie Harry. Um, Blondie actually had three number ones in 1980. Call me. Good shout. And the other one's Atomic a bit more, a bit more obscure broken of its time. Blah. The tide is high, but I'm uh, going underground, the jam. Going underground, going underground, da, 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 going underground. Olivia Neutron Bomb. Oh, imagine her and gold and Goldie. That's <laughs> no, a different bloke. Use, <laughs> use it up, wear it out by Odyssey. Do you remember that song? That was I'm a great song. Idiot. Go on. I'm going to use it up. I'm going to wear it out. Ain't nothing left in this old world I care about. Oh, I know I that. said, one, two, three, <laughs> shake your body down. Winner takes it all by Abba. The winner takes it all. Oh, I think you get it from that. <laughs> Super Trooper by Abba. Super Trooper, gonna do a pooper. Okay, there's another modification in the school playground. Ashes to Ashes, David Barry. Ashes to Ashes, dust to dust. We don't care about, I don't know, nothing much. <laughs> Wait, so that's, something like that. I just think I was like, ashes to Ashes, dust to dust. Watch your car and it will rust. <laughs> uh, don't stand so close to me. Bye. Don't stand, don't stand so 
Don't stand so close to me. First concert I ever went to, the police at Queens, right. Queens Hall in Leeds, 1980. I, um, sang that song, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Uh, the first ever song I sang at a karaoke was a police song. It was in Korea. I was with uh, you know, a bunch of strangers in there. You go, on, yeah, do karaoke. It's the first time ever. So, okay, I look through the book. Oh, there's one I know. I can do this one. Every breath you take. You know, every breath you take. See that? Boom, boom, boom. Oh, I can every breath you take. And then you also get back a little bit. Can't you see? <laughs> and you always forget about the difficult every song is a difficult bit there's this white guy you belong me it doesn't just start off with you know yeah. uh, the okay I had one more bit of advertising trivia from 1980 in 1980 Kleenex went to a Scottish island to make a TV commercial about Kleenex the ad featured a grizzly bear oh. the bear was called Hercules oh. Hercules escaped was he, well, he wasn't being to shit by John West, was he? No, can you imagine being the producer on that ad and having to go to the police and say, uh, we're making a uh, we're making a TV commercial um, just down the road, just down the road. This commercial's got a bear in it. It's a grizzly bear. It's a full-grown grizzly bear. The trainer's with it. Yeah, the grizzly bear's run off. Yeah. All right, Tones, thanks very much. That was quite an interesting variation on the usual format of classic ads from... Inside, he'd tell inside your mum. My ad, Shaken Back, I was so good that a punk rock band did a parody of it. Get a of this. Yeah, well, you really, you want to speak to a guy? We'll get one guy, Winston. Love to talk to him about that. And that's it for this week, old ad lovers. Tomorrow's another day where most of us will presumably wake up and smell the chaos once more. With a bit of luck, I'll be able to avoid waking up naked in somebody's cellar again, looking like a badly shaved chimp with a taste in my mouth like a fat bloke's yoga mat. Laters. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. 
Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.